0: The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash SportsMed to learn more. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Assias, one of your hosts on the most exciting podcast here in high school football, along with my co-host, Brian Linder, the sports editor at Penn Live. Brian, what's going on, man? You miss me? <laughs>
1: yeah, Nebby, are you were you in Dallas last week hanging on Micah Parsons or somebody?
0: Yo, you know, it's crazy, Brian. I was in Dallas for the past five days. One of my chapter brothers got married, and I ran into Micah on Friday at this brunch spot in downtown Dallas. I ran into Micah. He and I chopped it up a little. bit. So we took some photos. And I swear, I swear to God, I'll show you the picture when we get off the podcast. What, I what, are, the odds, what are the odds, what are the
1: odds <laughs> that you're going to run into a couple Dallas Cowboys?
0: It's crazy. I actually ran into his older sister, Shatira. She saw me as soon as I walked into the brunch spot. The food was amazing, by the way, everyone. I highly recommend it. It's called Kitchen and Cocktails in downtown Dallas. I ran into Shatira and she was like, oh, Micah's upstairs. He has his own section up there. I said, okay. Well, tell him to come down and chop it up with me when he gets a second. He came downstairs, said what's up to me. Shatira took a picture of him and I. I talked to their dad, Terrence Parsons. He he loved the photo and was like, he's happy that I ran into them. And then Trayvon Diggs pulled up like 20 minutes later in his nice Ferrari. He let me take it on a spin around the block. I'm just kidding. I wish I got to take it for a spin, but it was it was good vibes, man. I'm I'm glad to be back here at work.
1: <laughs> man, you can't you can't be driving some nice Ferrari anyway, because I,
0: mean,
1: <laughs> I mean I you know we make a lot of money at PenLife.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, I don't think it's quite enough to pay for a Ferrari.
0: Not quite yet. Not quite yet. So.
1: Maybe um, I mean, my week wasn't quite like yours was, man. I didn't go to Dallas, didn't meet Micah Parsons at a brunch spot and stuff like Man, that. the odds of that, two guys from Harrisburg, one of them's like an all-world football player. You know, one of them's an all-world journalist
0: running <laughs> to each other at, at a brunch spot, man. Yeah, I know. It was a great feeling, Brian, and and it brought back a lot of memories, you know, from my youth. Because, uh, like I told you before, Micah and I have known each other since we were kids, right? We went to the same basketball camps. We both played for the Harrisburg Packers Little League football, and so, and, and not to mention, his father has been a mentor all my life. He's still a mentor to me. Um, shout out to Terrence Parsons, who does yeah. a lot of in the community, and he's the security guard at the high school I went to, Harrisburg High School, at Campus, but. Yeah, what are the odds, man? It was it was great seeing him, and he showed love, and I showed him love. You
1: didn't ask him if he was going to beat Tom Brady?
0: <laughs> I didn't ask him that, but I, I definitely told him that I was proud of everything that he's doing, and I, I pray he has another big season. And I told him to just keep putting on for the 717, man, because there's not a lot of guys out here that are doing that, you know. So, Bryce, there. Uh,
1: How about uh, you didn't tell him we're, we're not undisputed, but you didn't tell him to come on the podcast?
0: Uh <laughs> you know it's crazy. I really wanted to, but you know, with so many people in his face, so many people in there trying to take photos with him, I was like, I'm just gonna let him have his moment, man. I'm not gonna make it about work right now, but definitely had yeah. a few times about trying to get him on a podcast.
1: Micah, we're 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 uh, we're not bigger than Skip, but we're we're better than Skip. <laughs> you gotta come home one one episode, man, to talk about everything. We gotta get him on here. So
0: that You'll never be- hear
1: this, but if he ever does, Micah I'm gonna I'm get him on here one day, Nevi. You, me, or you.
0: Yeah, we will. That's for sure. He
1: still keeps in contact a little bit,
0: so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Brian. Well, well, let me ask you this. I've been gone for five days. What was one of your favorite matchups to watch this week, this past week in high school football? I know we had a big, he- a couple big headliners here, especially in the mid pen. With- outside teams, some Philly powerhouse schools. But what was the most exciting one for you to watch?
1: You know, I don't know just about matches. just like looking, sitting back, and looking at that whole week, man, and, mm-hmm. you know, how things have, 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 have panned out. Um, you know, first of all, I'll say this, Nebby. Mifflin County and Carlisle are both
0: 2-0. Amazing.
1: You know, Mifflin County has a new coach, Shane Brian uh, Shane Breon, uh, Breon uh, probably saying his name wrong, always mispronounce
0: people's names. <laughs> all right.
1: But, uh, you know, he's, he was the Central York coordinator who went up and took over Mifflin County. Mifflin County's really struggled. Right. Um, Hadn't had quite the same athletes and stuff. Uh, been on a matchup, really, as well as maybe, you know, you, you would like to see with some teams over the past couple of years. But you know what? They got a kid named Deacon Schaefer and a kid named Landon Icorn who's putting up some numbers for them through the first couple of games of the season. So they're 2-0. and oh. Mm-hmm. So, that's a promising start under a new coach. And Carlisle, man, you know, we thought Carlisle was going to be pretty good, at least better than they have. And Carlisle, since I've been here, I've been here about seven years, they've gotten where they've gotten off to, like, these good starts, three or four wins, but they haven't really played great teams in doing it. And then they sort of would fall off a cliff and lose a few and kind of, you know, be out of it. Last year they did make the playoffs. They bring back a good group of kids. And you know, 9 or 2 and 0, and – you know, they beat the Governor Mifflin team. They doesn't have Nick Singleton anymore and Trey Rock and some of those other guys they lost who were pretty good players last year. But they got Aiden Martin and a few guys and Carlisle beat them up, man. You know, Jeremiah Hargo's playing well. Lewis Shanks playing well. Um, you know, Easy Harris, Thomas Nelson, those guys. Uh, so you know, just from a mid pin standpoint, they're doing well. Cumberland Valley, man. Look, Cumberland Valley beat Manhattan Township. And last week they went beat Central York. Um, they got a couple good wins and we thought they would be better too. And, and they're playing some good, tough football. So just a couple teams, you know, looking around the mid pin, uh, they, they I, you know, have been, it's been good. It look, camp Hill. They're two and Oh, you know, East 10 two and Oh, I watched their game Friday night. I get five games going on Friday nights on the big screens in here. And, uh, you know, Keith Oates is a pretty good ball player. He got a little banged up. I don't know when he's going to be back. That's their quarterback. Um, Dakota Campbell checked in for him though. Um, ran a, he ran for over 100 yards and uh, they ended up beating Palmyra. The Juan Figueroa kid for Palmyra, good quick little bat. You know um, mm-hmm. they're one on one now. So, but uh, so East Pennsboro's two and oh, Didn't really know how good they would be or didn't really see that coming. Um, Camp Hill, Drew standard uh, their quarterback. You know, he's a guy people might want to look at. He's probably you know six two, six three kid. Pretty good arm. I think mean, he's thrown for, like, you know, probably close to 500 yards through their first two games. Um, So, right. they're 2-0. Uh,
0: right. The 20- he's been very pivotal in their in their season so far this year. I mean, they had a very big season. So, just, just – It's Newport, you know, where they beat them 43-7. to right. And then that last game against Short Catholic, they won 20-17. to So, that's a bit of a surprise to me. I don't know if I had – camp- huh? That
1: was overtime, too, you know. So, I mean, yeah. there's, there's been some um, – some interesting things so far, you know, here in, in the mid penn and central PA, but I now mean, i tell you the other thing. We, we do this big statewide thing every week. I stay up to 5 a.m. on Fridays, and I tell people, look, guys, if you know a kid who, who, who has a big game on Friday night, be sure to, to, to send those stats to me, to tag me. There's an official team source. I always look for official team sources um, or an official report that has the actual stats but make sure to tag them so we can get them in this central, uh, and, and this uh, PA player of the week fan vote deal. We get and, and, and t- Friday night's best, you know, last week we had, I think 104,000 or 144,000 votes. It was well over a hundred thousand votes in that. So people get seen and, you know, we've, we've been doing that through the first two weeks of the season, Nebby, and there's some kids who maybe we didn't really mention. We did like everybody you need to know, right. Right. For the season. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some kids we really didn't even mention who are showing up every week and now. And I thought we'd talk about them this week and drop a few few more names and, like, what kids are doing. Um, What do you think?
0: I think that sounds like a great idea, Brian. And uh, I feel like we'll get started with this list after a quick word with our sponsor because, you know, we got to shout out UPMC and Pinnacle Health. UPMC. The UPMC Sports Medicine Experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash sportsmed to learn more. Yeah, so we're back, Brian. Like you mentioned, uh, we we dropped a list of names you need to be familiar with heading into this 2022-23 season. And today we have uh, a, a nice little lengthy list here, some guys we probably didn't go too much into depth about.
1: Yeah, some guys, guys just been showing up, you know, through the first two weeks. On the, we do this statewide, and it's like big performances, Nevy, and and guys who, who consistently through the first two weeks, you know, said, "Hey, you need to be looking at us the rest of the season," you know. Right. And one of them, a guy who we actually, you know, there's not a lot of reporting done on Chester football, but Chester's two and and0 they got a freshman quarterback named Jalen Harris, Nevy, and he's thrown for about 481 yards and 10 touchdowns, mm-hmm. um, through two games. Um, so that's a name, you know, to keep an eye on. It's, it's Jalen Harris from Chester. Uh, he's a guy that I think we'll want we'll to be watching uh, the rest of the season because he looks like he has some some talent and a chance to really maybe do something. Out. He's a freshman.
0: Yeah. So, you and, know, and Brian, like you mentioned, Chester does not get as much exposure as a lot of the teams in the mid pen get, right, because we at Live try to cover our, our local guys. But, I mean, their game one win against Central in Philadelphia, they won 80 to nothing. Okay, they, the next one against Tom yeah. Harstrom, they won thirty-two nothing. No team has yet to score a touchdown on them.
1: He put up a ton of numbers in that game, you know, and and so, yeah, yeah worth they, watching.
0: They got Phoenix Bill this Friday, who was one-one, but uh, yeah, man, Chester, we, we might want to get out there and see one of these games because <laughs> these
1: guys, kids. see what he's up to.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, another guy, Nevy Samaj Jones. Uh, you know, I think we did mention him and people you need to know. But yes. just watching him, you know, he's sort of been down to. He's a 2024 quarterback for St. Joe's Prep. Um, you know, when they played, um, they played St. Thomas Aquinas. Mm-hmm. I think that, I saw they played first game. Yep. Uh, on ESPN,
0: mm-hmm. and he
1: actually made like top plays because he like dove, hurdled a guy, and like kind of did a helicopter spin into the end zone. He had a great game against them. They ended up losing, uh, but St. Thomas Aquinas is a national-level program.
0: Right, out of Florida.
1: Yeah, then he goes out last week, Nebby, lights up St. Peter's Pratt, right, from New Jersey.
0: Right. And he he redeemed himself. You know, that's what big-time players do, Brian. I mean, like you mentioned, St. Thomas Aquinas is no pushover school. He had numbers against them. He had numbers against them. They ended up losing. I thought they'd lose by a bit more than they did, but they only lost 48-37, which isn't too bad, you know, for an ESPN uh, showcase. Then they went out and pounded on St. Peter's Prep, right, 55-20. to 20. So, he definitely definitely looking good there, turning things around and getting the momentum rolling.
1: 420 yards passing, seven touchdowns in that game. Yeah. He also ran for seven. So, he had eight touchdowns. You know, one of the things that in the ESPN game, they kind of compared him to Jalen Hurts and – didn't really think about that, you know, before then. But you, you can kind of see that a little bit. He, he can run a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's not an overly tall guy. Jalen Hurts is like six one or something like that. I think. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's a little bit taller. But I don't. I don't think he's that tall. Yeah. Um, I think they're sort of built the same, mm-hmm. um, and I think they sort of play the same. So, you know, and in, in the same city, so it's an interesting little uh, comparison there. And, and Samaj is a guy who I think is going to start rising up a lot of recruiting boards, Nevy, but I tell you another guy who's, I think critically under recruited last week, Nevy, by the way, I think I'm killing you guys in the picks. I think I was like 24 and four last week and Penn live guys. We don't just pick winners. We, we, we have a whole complex deal where it's like spreads for high school games, which is, I know it's crazy, but you know, we pick against the spread. I don't create them either. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think it was like twenty four i think i'm I think I'm spanking you guys, man.
0: What are you guys gonna do? Hey, I'll tell you one thing, everybody got that Emotep game wrong <laughs>
1: that's true
0: that's true that's
1: true <laughs> hey i picked I picked Westinghouse to beat still high the local guy still high last week. And you know we and that one go ahead, Brian. I knew Westinghouse had some good speed, yeah um I think Still High has the talent to play for the 1A state title. Yeah, but but you know I think they got some things to work on
0: too. Yeah, and um, that that one came by surprise to me. Like you mentioned, Westinghouse does have a lot of good guys, but um, Still High wasn't quite prepared the way I thought they'd be for that matchup. They struggled a bit. Well, well, I mean, look, don't be too shocked. Westinghouse
1: has some speed guys, sincere Smith, mm-hmm. guys like that couple other guys that made some big plays, but their quarterback, and I told uh, Tyree Smith covered this game for us, mm-hmm. I said, their quarterback's good, man. And the quarterback's Keyshawn Marcillo. He's a senior. I don't think he has a lot of offers. Right. But he's about a 6'2", 6'3", kid, a little wiry. He can sling it. He can run. He put up 346 yards against the rollers, four mm-hmm. touchdowns. They won 39 to 18. I think people should really kind of be looking at Keyshawn lot uh, He's probably one of the more under-recruited kids in the state because he can get it done.
0: Yeah. I agree with
1: you. Tell you another one, Nevy. Garrett Harold, Penn Cam, Penn Cambria,
0: uh-huh.
1: their quarterback. Another quarterback. Two R's in Harold, so that might throw you off a little bit. But uh, you know, this guy's he can he's another guy who can run it really well. Right. He's a wiry kid too. He can throw it. He had 341 yards combined last last week. Uh, 96 rushing, um, in that number, and three touchdowns, and um. I mean, he's a guy. I think he's got some small college interest. I think some other teams probably gonna be looking at him. But he's a name to know. He's a good football player. Um, and then Chris Sabroni, uh-huh. Peters Township. You know, I, I hope I'm saying his name right. Right. You know, he's had some big numbers through the first two weeks for Peters Township. And. They sort of have a history of having some good guys, uh, you know, quarterback and, 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 and being a pretty solid team. So he's a guy I think people should be looking out for too, Nevi.
0: Yeah, you know what, Brian, and you just mentioned two schools that I wasn't really too familiar with, honestly, um, until I started working with Penn Live. You know, Penn Cambria is 2-0 to start. You mentioned they had some great players there. Had a big game one win against Greater Johnstown, 42 to 6, and then Central Cambria the ensuing week, which was they played on Friday, 42-21, uh, and then you got Peters Township, right, who's also 2-0. Um, shutout win against fox chapel 50, 56 to nothing and then a bit of a dog fight against seneca valley which is you know no no uh small time program they're actually a very good football program but they came out on top with a 30 27 win so couple
1: couple ll quarterbacks nevy jay huber from cedar crest he had 318 yards four touchdowns in the win over CDEs last week josh rudy from elizabeth town had 270 yards uh, in, a, in a 50-21 win over McCaskey, both of those guys have put up numbers through the uh, through the first two weeks. Looks like you know they're going to have a chance to sling it around. Uh, Dejon Giles um, from Columbia is another kid. Mm-hmm. You know they had they had a quarterback last year um, who put up a bunch of big numbers, and and through the first two weeks he's been on the, on our PA Friday Night's top performances list. So he had 263 yards and four touchdowns last week against Hanover. So he's another guy. You know, all three of those guys have really put their name out there. And a guy, maybe another freshman quarterback, Samaj Beals, Roman Catholic. Yeah. 275 yards, two touchdowns against Trinity. He can sling it. He's a guy who's a college prospect. He may already have some college offers.
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely the the player of the week here in this slate of football matchups that we're talking about, only because, one, I didn't know who this guy was prior to this Trinity game. And uh, he came. Big, you know, of course, had that first leave against Wilson, 46 to 15. But, you know, like Kepler, our colleague, wrote about in the Gamer um, with Roman Catholic and Trinity that took place on Friday evening. I'm I'm actually quite happy Jordan Hill put this matchup on his team's schedule because it shows Trinity where they're at and where they want to be, right? And when you have guys like Jamil Lyons who play for Roman Catholic, a Tyser Denmark who just had a field day, right? And this this quarterback we're talking about here it provides you with good exposure right so Trinity can go back into that film room and dissect that game and, and take a lot of pointers away and, and improve their offense and defense exponentially
1: and they're gonna play wild missing this week you know that's Trinity's a team you know, that has some good young players they're trying to build and and now they're gonna play wild missing because' Roman Catholic uh, you, you're definitely gonna find out where your guys are and what they're about after those two weeks so that's you know, that's something to look out for I tell you another LL guy, maybe real quick. Quarterbacks, we're going on this list. Kai Harding from Garden Spot. He's put, you know, he's not a big guy. He's think he's like five eleven. Mm-hmm. He's put up some big numbers through the first two weeks. He threw for almost two fifty and five touchdowns against Lebanon last week.
0: Amazing.
1: We mentioned Drew Brandstanner over in the mid pen. Another guy, maybe Marcus Quaker. West Perry has really lit it up through the first two weeks. He had like two hundred eighty nine yards total offense the first week, yeah, and a win over Susquehanna. Yeah. Uh, last week, rivalry game, fifty-five, nothing, went over Newport. He had uh, he, he two hundred seventy-three yards, seven touchdowns. Um, you know, and I Susquehanna and Newport aren't exactly, you know, powerhouses this year, but Quaker is a kid who can run it, he can throw it, um, and he would probably, you know, have solid numbers regardless of the the competition there. Um he's a guy that people should be watching.
0: Yeah, he's an athlete, man. And big time players make big time plays. There's nothing, not much more about that.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh Nolan Groff wanted to mention him. He's Cedar Crest Kid. Uh-huh. He is uh, Huber's top Jay Huber's top target. He caught nine passes for 181 yards, two touchdowns against uh, C D East last week. C D East has some athletes in that secondary. So that's impressive. Keandre DeShields so when we talk about Laurel Highlands, we always talk about Rodney Gallagher and what's how special he is. Calgary DeShields is a guy who was really kind of a basketball player. You know, just looking at his history and stuff, man. And and uh, you know he can, but he can run a little bit, and he he does a good job of positioning his body, having good body control, and going up and getting passes. And last week, Nebby, he he had a big game against Bell Vernon, which is a really good football team, and a forty-one twenty win, right? Yeah, definitely. Ten catches, 156 yards, three touchdowns for country. It's just people should be watching that name, Nevy. Yeah, Basketball players, man. Basketball players, you know, do do all right going up and getting the ball, man, positioning your body and stuff.
0: We're versatile guys, man. We can do it all.
1: How come you didn't play a little bit tight end, <laughs> Nevy?
0: Hey, man, you know what's crazy, Brian? I played football all the way up until my sophomore year of high school. And my mother would just give me a rough time about it, man. She just. What's your, what's your height and weight? Well, I'm 6'4", 235 pounds right now, currently.
1: Now see and I see right there, you could have been on the Cowboys with Micah at six four. Could've been. Two fifty, tied in.
0: Could have been. And you know what? I was I was I was half decent in football. I won't even lie to you. I love It's your mama's fault. <laughs> it's mama's fault, man. She gave me a rough time. Me being the person I am, I, I didn't want to worry her, you know, so I stuck with that. Bad... Yep. You could you could have been starting on Sunday. <laughs> Against Tom Brady. Yes, sir, man. God had other plans for me. It mean, could, could have been a defensive end, six four, two fifty. I get to chop it up with you, man. That makes my day every single day.
1: Yeah, but like Micah, he's got you know he's going to be the highest play uh, defensive player in the league. That could have been you.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm happy for him, man.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move along. Dominique Diaz, Ellis, Columbia, wide receiver. He's he's the guy that's been catching those passes from. For Mr. Giles, man, and he's had a couple big weeks. He had four catches, 140 yards, and, and a touchdown last week. He's the name to watch. He keeps showing up. Irby Weller, guy we haven't talked about a lot, Shippensburg wide receiver. Ned right. This guy averaged almost 50 yards a catch last week against Big Spring. And Big Spring might be a little bit down this year, too. But he's a guy, he did it all last year. He, you know, He's had numbers. He's a guy who's consistently went out and put up numbers. It's uh, quietly been a really good player for Shippensburg mm-hmm. and probably should be known a little bit more statewide.
0: Yeah. I feel like Irby Weller is one of Eric Fausts prized treasures. He values him. I mean, last season when I got to see him play for the first time, it's like he averaged 30 or 40 yards each reception and he breaks away. He has the speed. He has the knowledge and he just knows how to get to the open areas to make big plays.
1: You know, those sound like big numbers. Nebby just spit out guys, but he really did average almost like 25 yards a catch. Last he did. Time. Uh um, so, you know, it is it, pretty, you know, he's he's pretty under the radar type guy, really solid receiver. Elijah Jones is a guy from St. Joseph Prep. People should know him already. He's got some college offers. He was the guy who caught most of those Samaj Jones passes uh Saturday against St. Peter's Prep. He had seven uh, 132 yards, three touchdowns. So big game from him. Now we're gonna get some ridiculous running back numbers.
0: Crazy. Let's get it.
1: Every year, Ethan Knox has a game like this. He's a kid out in Oil City. Oil City doesn't get a lot of buzz. I don't even know where Oil City is. It's somewhere, I guess, where they have oil.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I'm from South Carolina again, guys. I've been here seven years, but Oil Cities, I, uh, you know, you don't you don't hear a lot about these guys. Okay? I'm from
0: Pennsylvania. I've Heard of Oil City?
1: Ethan Knox went out and ran for 402 yards, seven touchdowns against uh, Corey Thursday. Mm-hmm. He has one of these games every year one or two of them where he puts up these huge numbers. So he's a guy, you know, if you want to look for some gaudy Russian stats, he's out there a couple times a season with them. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe he deserves a little bit more attention. Yeah, and Oil
0: City is one of those, you know, better schools out of District 10, right? They had a big week one win against Warren High School with a 58-24 uh, win, and then, yeah, fifty-five 6 So, I mean, they, they got Northeast coming up soon. We'll see how that goes.
1: Madden Locke is a running back from Bloomsburg, but he's really gonna play linebacker to the next level. We had him ranked in the 2023 rankings. Like this kid a lot. He's like six foot, you know, six foot one, maybe two hundred and fifteen pounds, maybe. Again, he had like nine tackles. We don't have that down here in the, in this game. It's a 42 uh, they, they beat Central Mountain pretty mm-hmm. good. Um I think it was 42-21. Yep. They beat Central mm-hmm. Mountain. But he he counted for two hundred and sixty seven yards on offense, uh two twenty eight rushing. Four touchdowns. I think he's gonna be a college linebacker. They say he had nine tackles in the game, too. He's a guy, you know, Bloomsburg is not a school, another team that you hear a lot about, but he's a good football player in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, who, who people should know. This other guy, Nevi, David Davis. Amani Christian's a very small school. Uh, I'm sure people know that. Uh, he's a freshman. He ran for 261 yards, three touchdowns Friday. Here's here's why that's just not numbers. You know, sometimes guys put up numbers, you know, like, ah, but who did he play or mm-hmm. what were the circumstances? Uh, you know, Penn State offered him after this game. <laughs> so, you know, when you go out and you do something and then the big offer comes, you know, you, you put something on film.
0: Definitely. Right? Anytime James Franklin comes around, you gotta be an elite guy.
1: So that's a name, guys. a freshman running back, David Davis, Amani Christian, you're gonna wanna Right now, and remember, I uh, got that Penn State offer. I think he's got some more attention since then. Another guy, Nebbie, I love this guy. He actually played at Central Catholic last year at like defensive end. He's only like 5'11, like 185. He had a couple games for Central Catholic last year. We had like, you know, actually I actually think he might have played defensive tackle some something too. He had like four or five sacks in a couple games last year at 5'11, like 185. He was just so quick. He moved over to Latrobe. His family moved. Um, and he's been tearing it up. I think he had 209 yards rushing in their first game, 251 and four touchdowns. Last week, double overtime, went over Franklin Re- Regional. Robert Fulton, he's an explosive, scrappy guy, fun high school football player to watch, Navy.
0: Yeah, that game, I didn't mention, Brian, a double overtime win, 36-33 over Franklin Regional. And he has a promising future ahead of him. And anytime you can put up 251 and four tutties, that says a lot about you
1: couple more guys we'll mention, then we're going to cut it out of here. Sure. And, and then next week we're going to get a guest on here and, and talk to them about some football. Besides me and you just you – or know, listening to me, just flap my gums. <laughs> but Ethan Sean is a, is a running back from um, CB East. He's had a couple good games. Uh, start this season, he had 168 yards, four touchdowns last week. Um, he He's a guy that plays – he can play some linebacker too. Hard runner, you know, fun guy. Bobby Boy, you know, big play Bobby. He was a player-to-week guy last year. He won a fan vote one year. I mean, one one week. But, um, you know, he had 149 yards rushing three touchdowns last week and three interceptions, and they beat Penn Trafford, actually defending 5A state champs, 19-7. to So, Bobby Boyd, running back, defensive back from a key sport. You know, people need to know this guy. He's, he's a big-time player.
0: couple more? A couple more. Let's do it. I see we got Parker Ballesta here.
1: Parker Balesta, we mentioned him. He's, he's off to a great start. Stony Brook commit, running back, Dallas, 138 yards, three touchdowns in, on a win over Crestwood. Damon Jacobs, mm-hmm. Westchester Rustin, you know, he, he's really a safety, but I mean he ran for 99 yards. He returned a kick, you know, uh, 86 yards for a touchdown, scored three times in a 47-0 win over Westchester. Uh, Anderson had an interception to Nebby. You know, he he's a great player. We mentioned Jeremiah Hartgrove and Carlisle. You know, so there's there's a lot of guys like Jeremiah Hargrove, five catches, hundred and three yards, thirteen um he ran for thirteen yards, returned a punt, sixty yards for a touchdown, and that 46-14 went over Governor Mefflin. I know you saw him over the summer <laughs> and, and really
0: and really came away in Oh uh, man, Jeremiah and his brother Eli, who unfortunately suffered a season ending injury in the scrimmage right before their first game, are just the one two punch for Carlisle. And I feel like Jeremiah's picked carrying the load for he and his brother a bit here this season. Um, and like you mentioned, they got Louis Shank and Ezekiah uh, Thomas, who are very pivotal players for the Thundering Herd as well. But Jeremiah Hargrove, what makes him so special is his unwavering ability on the field, but his relentlessness. relentlessness. And uh, former mid-pen standout Justin Cook said that was one of his toughest matchups each and every single season because jeremiah and eli are both dogs they talk that stuff to you on the field but they also get it done and make it tough for you each and every single time on the opposing end so definitely you know can't wait to see bigger things from jeremiah for the rest of the seasons
1: so listen there's a whole bunch of guys who through the first two weeks they just kept showing up and we just said hey you know what we told everybody who to look out for here's some more guys that you know you should probably circle because if you're putting up big numbers through the first two weeks, there's a good chance that, you know, you might keep that going. And, and so there's some more guys for people to be aware of. Like I said, next week, we're going to try to get a guest on here. And we'll find out what, what famous person you had brunch with again next week too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, We're here, the best high school football report podcast there is in the nation. Continue to tap in each and every single week. Stay tuned for the episode from our colleagues Eric Epler and Dan Sostek. Continue to come to penlive.com and subscribe for all of our exclusive content.
1: Follow me on Twitter and play me in daily
0: fantasy. (laughs) I dare you. Take care, folks. See you next week. UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more.